Hello friends, fans, and family. This is Chris Manganelli with Tactical Cinematic Development, also known as TCD. For more information, www.tacticalcinematicdevelopment.com or you can hit us up on Instagram at TCD underscore action. And for a cool martial arts move you can learn in a minute or less, that's pit underscore fight, P-I-T underscore fight at Instagram as well. So today I'm going to talk to you about wardrobe in cinema and in reality. So you may be asking yourself, what does wardrobe have to do with an action sequence? And what does wardrobe, or what is wardrobe going to do for me in reality? Okay, so let me break it down. Uh, starting with cinema. In cinema, wardrobe, of course, is hugely important because it is what um, represents the character to the audience. In other words, uh, if it's a guy wearing military fatigues, the audience immediately is going to say, oh, that guy's in the military. If it's a guy wearing uh, uh, black uh, BDUs, um, which is which means battle dress uniform for those of you that don't know, um, and they're wearing some sort of tactical or ballistic gear, oh, maybe it's a SWAT team member or some sort of, you know, specialist of some sort. So that that's what kind of helps the audience identify uh, the character, and it also starts um, building that expectation of what that character might be able to do. In addition to that, uh, in cinema, especially in action uh, scene, wardrobe is important because it has to be comfortable so the actor can move around in it. And um, the more comfortable it is, the uh, less chance you have of injury. Furthermore, if there's any sort of wire work, where for instance, let's say the character is uh, doing some sort of fight scene where they receive a very hard shot, in fact, a superhuman shot, and they get sent back, and they get pulled back by wires or pulled up, then the wardrobe has to be fitted in such a way so that it allows for a harness. So that's what I'm talking about with regards to wardrobe in an action scene. All right, now let's shift over to reality. So what's the big thing about reality and wardrobe? You know, what does that have to do with anything? Well, um, in reality, you know, you see a person dressed as a law enforcement officer, then you know they're law enforcement, military, etc., etc. But that's not what I mean when it comes to reality. What I mean is this. you got to keep certain things in mind. So, for instance, let's say um, you're in a situation where it's about to go down. You're about to throw down, you're about to get into a fight or whatever. If your pants are form-fitting... Um, or you're one of these people that likes to sag their pants, and I'm not one of them, but um, then you have to consider, well, your mobility with your legs is going to be limited. So, you know, your hand game better be on point. You better know how to box, better be able to know how to um, use your hands to deflect and parry and do all those things. Furthermore, you're not going to be able to take these, you know, big long steps or if you have to actually abandon the fight and retreat, then that's going to make running a little more challenging for you. So that's what I'm talking about with regards to wardrobe. Um, however, let's say you're looking at the other person's wardrobe. Let's say they're wearing loose-fitting clothing. Okay, not form-fitting, loose-fitting. Well, if you're a person that knows judo, um, then that's excellent. Or jujitsu, that's excellent for a jujitsu guy or judoka guy. I mean, they really don't care about whether you have clothes or not. They still can handle you. But if you have clothing and let's say you're wearing a denim jacket or whatever, well, guess what? To a judoka or some sort of grappler or whatever, 
that is representative of a gi. So they'll be able to grab onto it, latch onto it, throw you, choke you with it, and so on. Or you'll be able to choke them if that's your specialty. Uh, keeping those things in mind. Also, uh, let's say it's a t-shirt, right? Well, if you grab a t-shirt, naturally it's going to rip. No big deal. You can take that t-shirt and you can just take it and fold it right over their face. You know how when you take off a shirt, uh, you have to put it over your face before you get your arms through and you take it off? Well, you can take that shirt and just put it right over their head and now it becomes an encumbrance for them and you can start wailing away. So that's what I'm talking about wardrobe. You got to think outside the box. Okay, you just can't think maybe throwing a couple of punches and kicks and stuff like that. If you have other things at your disposal and they're wearing it, then use it. However, if you're wearing things that limit you, then keep that in mind when you're defending yourself uh, with regards to wardrobe. Now, going back to cinema. The other thing about wardrobe and cinema is the entire color scheme. You don't want the wardrobe to clash with the color scheme in the scene. I don't know if many of you noticed this, but whenever you see an actor in a scene, um, the scene is actually color coordinated. It kind of reminds me of the movie Nacho Libre. And yes, I'm taking it back with Jack Black and Nacho Libre. There's a scene where he's outside with his cohort, Esqueleto, right? Which means skeleton in Spanish, for those of you that you know wanted to know. And in the scene, He's, uh, I think, well, he's not with Esqueleto. He's with Encarnacion, uh, the, the crush he has, right? And he's trying to impress her and, and everything by fighting these guys. But in the background, um, you see a blue car. And I want to say the blue car is a Cadillac or something like that. Well, it just so happens in that scene that he's wearing a blue shirt or sweater thing uh, and blue polyester pants and so on. It's like a light baby blue. Now again, I'm not sure of the scene. Might be the night scene with uh, uh, Encarnacion or the day scene with Esqueleto. Either way, you're gonna notice the color coordination in that scene. It's absolutely exquisite. And what it does is it makes the scene more enjoyable to watch. And you don't even notice it, which is crazy, because if it did clash, you'd notice it right away. So the magic of that is basically that it is not noticeable, right? That everything blends. Because if it didn't, it'd be a distraction from the actual um, scene in the movie. So that's what I'm talking about with regards to wardrobe. So in an action movie, um, you know, wardrobe or an action scene, I should say, wardrobe is important not only because of the potential for color clashing and also, you know, for lighting reasons, but let's say you want a scene where you want the, the blood on the character to be readily seen, right? The blood or whatever the case might be, especially let's say if the character shot, stabbed, they got a bloody nose or bleeding on themselves. Well, you want the wardrobe to be able to enhance that make it more noticeable. So then the character is gonna be wearing certain colors that's gonna help bring that more um, outwardly um, in appearance to the audience. So that's the importance of wardrobe. And uh, hopefully with uh, this particular podcast, episode 42, can you believe it? Um, you'll begin to, to better understand the importance of that. And I hope it opened your eyes in uh, the reality of how you can use it. You know, one thing I didn't mention about reality is if 
The other person, let's say, is wearing pants or jeans and they're kind of loose on the bottom, you can literally grab both legs and pull it out from under them. Um, it's just a really quick action because if you notice, denim is one of the most durable fabrics uh, that people can wear and the durability can work very well for them as a long-lasting garment but very much against them if it's a situation where the opposite person knows how to grapple or it's just something that um, they hold on to also in cold places a goose down jacket you know a, a jacket with the goose uh, goose feather filling or whatever and the reason I say that and I'm gonna close it with this is that once upon a time uh, when I was living in Washington State I was riding the bus and it wasn't because I was broke but you know the, the the transit system is excellent over there anyway um, so I was riding the bus as I'm riding the bus I see these two guys and they're throwing down well the one that was getting the worst of the beating was the guy that was wearing the goose down jacket because the guy had a hold of him from that jacket I mean a tight holds and with one hand while he uh, remained clutching that jacket the other hand uh, the guy used to basically pound the, the guy's head in so again keeping in mind uh, fabrics uh, durability um, and everything and also what you're wearing which may um, either allow for freedom of movement or may restrict or constrict you in some way where you have to kind of limit the tools that you're using especially if you're in a situation where you have to fight well that's pretty much it um, we're still receiving mail which is awesome um, and I will be answering one relatively soon. Um, for those of you that don't know the email address, it's um, tacticalcinematicdevelopment at gmail.com. It's all one word at gmail.com, tacticalcinematicdevelopment at gmail.com. Or christianmanganelli11 at gmail.com. Manganelli is spelled M-A-N-G-A-N-E-L-L-I and the number 11 at gmail.com. All right, well, that was it. I just wanted to uh, relay that to you. So my advice for the evening is this. To quit is to fail. To fail is to quit. Never quit, never fail. All right, keep that in mind. Stay grinding, my friends. Stay grinding.